0: Good evening, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a podcast that used to be about books. I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording from my compound in North Koreatown, Los Angeles. I have an excellent panel with me today. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 in Southeast Portland. It's Mr. Anthony Lopez. Hello. Hey, buddy. Hey. Uh, Also joining us today, he's at Hun Bun on Letterboxd from the woods of Arkansas. It's Hunter Donaldson. Hey, man. What up? Yo. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Do so, you ever keep that going longer than the intro? Do I have to like remind you from you're from the woods? Most I saw of the time? a
1: Confederate license plate today,
0: so I'm feeling pretty Wait, woodsy. Li- like an, a whole license plate. Not... It was a
1: li- it was a front plate on a truck, and on the back it said it just had a sticker that said redneck, and then another mm. sticker underneath that that was the Batman symbol.
0: So it was like that <laughs> redneck Batman everything batman stood for was yeah. uh living in the woods living simply yeah yeah, mm. yeah the real bruce wayne pickup truck lifestyle
1: i'm redneck batman <laughs> and the south will rise again <laughs> that's apparently really that's my redneck yeah. batman thing
0: it's really sad that uh, to, to watch the south's parents get murdered every couple yeah. of years
1: oh yeah yeah over and over
2: and over
0: um also joining us running our panel today we have a very special guest she's at preston party on twitter uh also in los angeles uh it's amber presson
2: oh hey thanks for having me
0: are you um how are you holding up i know that we agreed that as soon as i moved here we would have a fondue party with you and mr choo-choo um your husband and then boom fondue (laughs) party
2: nickname keeping that uh, Uh, very good (laughs) yeah
0: he works for trains. He drives yeah. trains. I get it. Engineers. Yeah, I, I
1: put it together almost
0: perfectly. Okay. <laughs> like well, but sometimes it could be confusing if he was like a model railroad engineer, but he's like a full-size Choo Choo kind of so, guy. Yeah, they're oh, they're okay. definitely
2: full-size people trains. Um, I,
3: I think you should only have the name Choo Choo if it's like one of those, like you're a six-foot-eight, 300-pound dude who like hits people like a train. Oh, he is. He oh, is, is you, like you know, he is. Okay, <laughs> yeah, it should. He's like, also. He's I'm also married that. to The Rock. I don't know if you knew <laughs> that. that choo <laughs> choo is like one of those little john nicknames you know it has to yeah. be like a juxtaposition oh,
0: yeah. Of the right, yeah. Tiny, yeah.
2: yeah
0: or yeah. i would also like it if you were the guy where you're a full-size man but you drive the little kid train at the park and you just like are spilling out of it like you're at a little kid desk i like that <gasps> oh he would That's love that Mr. actually look yeah, yeah?
2: Yeah, that, that I think that would be his dream job, but
0: like a zoo train kinda of yeah. guy?
2: Yes, absolutely. Uh,
0: I wanna but, have fondue uh, with you guys, but we can't. Are you are you having fondue enough alone? Are you guys surviving?
2: <sighs> I mean, try and we could we could just get really long fondue skewers, like, you know,
0: five and <laughs> oh, a half. Six feet. foot yeah, exactly. With the fondue in the middle and then just socially nothing
2: could go wrong with that
0: almost fly fishing into a thing of cheese oh my god i'm so on board suddenly (laughs) (laughs) actually it's like way more fun than normal fondue it's the dream way more fun than normal fly fishing i'll tell you that much (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this show is brought to you as always by our fabulous meat buddies who donate to the show on our shiny new patreon uh before we start i just want a quick thank you to leah slash leah i have forgotten which for moving over to the new system if you would like to join the Lea Lea clan and keep the show limping down the tracks go to metreon.com and uh, thanks everybody who supports the show um before we start talking about our topic for this week and it's going to be a doozy but before we get there let's check out what else people are are watching this week uh anthony why don't you start us out this week what else have you been watching
3: um not much uh been kind of interesting, trying to sort of uh, been playing a lot of video games reading a lot i did finish finally got around to um, finishing, staying on the sort of HBO television theme, uh, caught oh, up no. on that Perry Mason. Uh, oh, oh, how
0: is Perry uh, Mason?
3: It's pretty good. Uh, it's definitely not like the, it's you know incredible looking like most HBO shows. The production value is really amazing. I don't know much about Perry Mason. Like I remember seeing, I think like most of us, we would catch like an episode here or there playing on reruns because it was one of those shows that growing yeah. up it was it's a show that I don't on. know
0: if you could watch on purpose. I think it's yeah. only an accidental um, watch.
3: And it's really I feel like we're like the last generation to sort of get like um just coincidental TV shows. You know, like I don't think any kids today are stumbling upon Perry Mason. Uh but I don't know much about yeah, it. Yeah
0: that's true. I mean there's uh, a shuffle button on Netflix. Maybe that would kick yeah. up like a Matlock or something.
3: Um, But yeah, I don't know much about it. Uh, It is definitely a pretty good sort of origin story for the character. So if you don't know, Perry Mason is a, a defense attorney. Um, in the original show and in this one he starts off as a private detective and slowly becomes a defense attorney that makes oh, so no. much more
1: sense because in the original show I, it would always annoy me how much it seemed like he can't just like you can't be a lawyer and just be like I'm an investigator now and I just <laughs> yeah. happen to be finding <laughs> stuff for my clients so, like I feel like in any real case it would be like okay what were you doing at the crime scene like discovering your own evidence like that's illegal dude Yeah, now you're going to jail right now dog
3: um, but I do like it. I, uh, like the, the, you know, the production value and it's like, it looks incredible. The show takes place, you know, depression era, New York city, or, uh, Los Angeles, 1930s. Um, uh, the, the main lead, I forget his name, but he was on like the Americans and I like him a lot. Uh, the main reason why I watched it is because of Tatiana Maslany, who mm-hmm. is a incredible actress, uh, on a show I really enjoyed. Uh, called Orphan Black, which isn't the greatest Mm. show, but she gives one of the best performances I've ever seen on TV, especially because if you don't know the premise of that show, she plays, like, a bunch of clones, and they're all wildly different personalities, and she's just incredible in it, so I'm always excited to...
0: There's a version of that bit on, like, one of the later seasons of Good Place, where um there's like 17 different personalities of janet and the, yeah, the woman who plays is, janet is doing it's that's such an impressive skill
3: this is if you thought that was impressive this would blow your mind The how much oh, she so embodies good. but yeah she's an incredible actress who i really uh really find charismatic and she uh she's really good in the show uh well, i'm she, looking at
0: these pictures these are not the same person yeah, this is suspicious um, but they did some work
3: she is just really talented, and you know the show looks incredible. Like I said, the performances around the board are really good. The whole uh, but- cast
2: is so good. His sidekick too the the his like sidekick investigator. I forget that actor's name. Shay. Oh yeah, something. Shane, He's so yeah, good. yeah, Shane Whiteman.
3: He he's great. He's been a uh, he's like a new staple of every HBO oh show like he was on boardwalk empire he's on this he's in vice uh, Principals. he was in waco yeah uh oh. he's just a great actor the whole cast is phenomenal it's a very fun uh like, you know it's a very bleak um sort of story uh but if you enjoy good sort of courtroom crime procedurals i would suggest checking it out it's like eight episodes long and it, it is. Was, it is uh, a bit
2: gory, good. but yeah. and that's oh. just my Amber. We, you know, yeah. I can't handle that stuff. Yeah. Warning, but I, I loved it. You kind of, you can kind of tell when to, like, oh, maybe I'll just close my eyes for yeah. a moment. <laughs> I mean- there,
3: there are a few, like, you know, like you know, there's like a dead baby in the room, but you don't think they're gonna like cut to it in a close up, and then they do real fast, and you're like, oh, oh god. Um, oh. but it is,
0: I, I was, I would normally, this is a show that I was definitely like when I first heard about it, I was interested in, I've not seen the original either, but it just seems, but I like a procedural and I like an HBO, uh, super show short season, but this came out right at the same time as the, um, uh, the, the big first week of protests of the police and it just felt like a time I didn't want to yeah. be in the justice system well, in my spare I, I time. I would
3: argue that the show is about the failures of the police and this the justice system. This is all I
0: wanted to know from you. I, that's all so I wanted to hear was for someone to is, say yeah, the, the justice system isn't working great. No, the, I mean, the, so.
3: the show is essentially about the, the DA and the police are railroading a woman uh, who did not commit a crime. Uh, who's actually a victim of a crime, and Perry Mason gets involved to save her. Uh, so I mean, it fun.
2: That actress, she's on Glow, and it took me a moment yes, to recognize her. Yeah. yeah,
3: she's like the weird cat lady mm-hmm. from Glow. Um, but she's I will very say, looking at these
0: Perry Masons next to each other, the new one is much less square than the old one.
3: Yes. Old uh, Perry
0: Mason, his head looks like a cinder block. It yeah, is yeah. Incredible. Well, his a rectangle. That's part of the show. <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah
2: that's it's, that is the it's talking about daddy issues
3: yeah it's weird like i it's like um when the characters is kind of an odd thing but the character is so iconic for a certain role it's hard to see him and other things like when we were my wife and i were when we finished the series we were talking about the original and sort of watching clips and i was like man that actor looks so much like the bad guy from rear window And my wife's like, that is the bad guy from Weir Wind. I was like, what? (laughs) That's not the same person. He's Perry Mason. He looks like that.
0: Uh, But yeah, it's... it's Oh, that's interesting. I would
3: definitely say if you're looking for like a... You know, it's not a laugh riot. uh, But if you're looking for like a fun, uh, entertaining procedural show, I think you could do worse than watching Perry Mason. So check it out.
0: I'm going to go next because I have sort of a... Uh, this is, I guess in the, in the ballpark it's HBO and it has um, actors in it. But I, I also have not watched as much this last couple weeks and I don't know why. I didn't what have used you been to, doing you, with
2: your time? This is what I'm trying to figure. <laughs> I don't know.
0: I was like working, I was preparing the script and I was like, what have I done for two weeks? I had like, I had a worky type thing for a day, but that's not an excuse. I think it was the, the being nervous about having to work and then the week recovering from having worked. But that's the only thing I can guess. Um, yeah. But uh, I, I did finally get around to start watching Barry, which everybody okay, loves yeah. forever. Oh. And I was super late to and is. I
2: haven't watched it either. You're not. So I'm super. Well, later. but
0: you've presumably heard as I yeah. had. Everybody loves it. Um, and it, it was it lived it 100% lived up to what I was hoping yeah. for from it. I... It is such a good time.
3: I really enjoy it. I am excited for you to get to the uh, the second season. I think is phenomenal.
4: Yeah, oh, uh, first season is very
3: good. The second season I think is surreal. The second season has one of my favorite episodes of TV of that year. Just um, oh, so this very very surreal weird episode later on in the second season. I'm super ready for phenomenal. it. Phenomenal.
0: The Barry is like the perfect. I was just reading. I uh, try like the the term high concept. Mm-hmm. Which I've heard a bunch of times, but I'd never actually gotten a good, solid definition of. Normally, the way I hear people say it, it sounds like what they mean is "wackadoodle." <laughs>
3: no, I, I mean, and high, co- it, high concept is anything that can be explained in like a sentence. Yeah, exactly. The so the so concept
0: you. that is clearly explainable, and I feel like Barry is that. Where it's like, is a hitman who accidentally goes to an acting class and decides that's his life. Like, there's so perfectly understandable that it's a hitman going to deciding to become an actor and it is so perfectly that and the pilot is so perfect for like getting the concept and caring about it and also i think probably one of my favorite things in acting is watching actors pretend to be bad actors (laughs) Watching, like getting to watch, like, so Janet, who I just mentioned, like is playing, is a character in the show where she's bad at acting and watching her do bad stuff. Oh, actually, probably the funniest thing I've ever seen on television was Bill Hader doing the Glengarry Glen Ross speech mm-hmm. as if it was actually a cheery, motivational sales speech. It's probably the hardest I've laughed at anything on television is when he's being pretending to be so bad at acting was like second prize. Is a set of steak knives. Do you want to see second? Like just so brilliantly executed. Oh, it kills me. So I I really enjoyed Barry and I'm embarrassed for not having seen it earlier. It's great. Um, Hunter, what else have you been watching? Um, So I've
1: been I've been rewatching a lot of classic TV uh, for me. You know, I'm, you? I'm still working through, you know, Star Trek, the original series, which has really maintained a very high level of, you know, like you can say it's I think most people, even if they've never watched it, been like, oh yeah, yeah, that show's really sexist. But like when you watch it, it's like it is a rock block of just like <laughs> sexist episodes. It feels like, there is it's almost like there must have been like a rule on the on the board you know <laughs> there must, that, and there, there must, must have, have been somebody
0: like, checking in on them every day making yeah, sure
1: sitting at, <laughs> at his desk being like yeah okay that sounds all right but like what if like because okay so i i watched a series of episodes that were about men of various ages getting like getting like godlike powers in various ways and each time they would do they'd be like oh you know what i should do is be sexist because now i have these powers that'd be (laughs) awesome uh and not that the crew would also not be like they would also be like "Uh, us too please um and so it was like five episodes with that premise kind of over and over and then there was this one this is like to top off this run the last episode of this very sexist run they pick up a guy who is like a space pimp and he has 3 <laughs> space ladies mm-hmm. with him and the whole first act of the episode is that these space ladies are getting the crew all hot and bothered and that is the only conflict happening <laughs> for the episode it's like that is i'm sitting here trying to watch this and it's what? like listen the only nugget we have for you right now is that the crew just cannot hold it together it's i mean super horny <laughs> They're just really horned up on this.
2: I mean, that. <laughs> but that's- also in space. So that, yeah, that, you know.
3: that Well, that's
0: fun. That's yeah. the
3: type of stuff that makes like watching classic Star Trek so uh, interesting from like almost an academic spot. Yeah. Is that you look at like where it was and the way it was, you know. Harold at the time as like this incredibly progressive show, you know, like look, women are officers as well. And it's like, this is no currency. Everything is great. Man is evolved beyond all of her basic instincts, but women still need to know their place. Right. It's just like this underlying, like he, he could imagine this future where um, all these things sort of, you know, that we deal with now weren't the problems, but these like underlying, things that are just so fundamental to the way Jane Roddenberry saw the world like still existed. Right. It's yeah. just so fascinating. Um, and, you know, yeah, he gets-
0: I, I was just watching. I did. One thing I did try to do is I tried to watch the Flintstones the, uh, last week, <laughs> oh, which I've never yeah, actually seen. <laughs> and I hate it so yeah. much. But <laughs> right. I, I had this idea that I would write... So somebody told me that what Hollywood really wants right now is you to take minor characters from old properties and like uh. spin them off. And so I was just joking that I was going to write a series about the dinosaurs in the Flintstones as a an oppressed underclass rising up. And uh, so then I realized I've never actually seen... The show, and so I would go Didn't back and watch. Do that. I'm I was, yeah, sure it was like, not, not
2: the baby, not the baby. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, there's the no, no. dinosaur. <laughs> that
0: was that was the idea was that eventually it would spin into the <laughs> '90s dinosaur shows. But anyway, the 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 show is just like, oh, this is just sexist boomer humor mm-hmm. gone backwards in time. Like, right. which makes so much more sense though than imagining a progressive future where we're still sexist idiots. If you're like, we're going to go back to cavemen, they were probably sexist idiots. That checks out to me. Right. But the idea that future space people have the same stupid gender roles well, is it so just, much more upsetting. It adds this humor to it of when
1: you imagine all of the people working on the show thinking of themselves as being like really progressive oh, yeah, thinking like a crushing a team it the whole time of white male progressive perverts essentially <laughs> is what they were and it just makes it funny to me to see <laughs> almost like they're kind of flourishes of like how cool they thought they were being and yet completely missing so much. Just yeah. the Aren't idea that
3: mind? Lucille ball would see this and stake her entire reputation and career on making sure it continued to get made. Cause she thought it was so important. Right. And yes. it's like those <laughs> lessons that, you know, that, that, you know, you were just kind of blind to at the time. It's,
0: yeah. it's humorous, you know? The, uh, brought to you by a team of progressive white male perverts. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're progressive white male perverts. We just need a suggestion to get started. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little improv for That's you tonight. Such a
0: good improv name. I mean, uh, not. It's such a name that they would... Anyway. Uh, right, right, Amber. Yes. What have you um, been watching besides this horror movie we made you watch?
2: Right, right. Well, um, two... two Things that have I found comfort in in the last couple of weeks. One is I've re-watched, uh Fringe because uh, it just it just brings me comfort. And Walter Bishop, uh, I just want to hang out with him. Yeah. Yeah. The idea um, of I, another I, uh, world
3: is very comforting yeah. right now. Yes,
2: yes, <laughs> yes. yes. Or just a... put me in amber. Just like just seal yeah. me up in amber, and then somebody laser me out in twenty years.
0: I've, I've not watched this. Tell me quick, what is this? Is um, another JJ Abrams?
2: Yeah, TV I don't show. even know how long ago, maybe ten ish years ago, and yeah, oh, yeah, and it's uh, there's this fringe division of uh, they they saw like a like a less cool X Files, like they, they you know they solve uh, okay. these bizarre crimes, and then Pacey from uh, Dawson's Creek, which I never watched, is in it, and his dad is this like super mastermind scientist who like went mad, so he who also does all, all these drugs, and he's just like a quirky old grandpa, but like okay. solves all the science of all the mysteries they're trying to solve and then they discover there's another universe and these time travelers. There's a lot going on. Oh, Got Lance Hendricks being mm-hmm. the oh, yeah. most
3: mm-hmm. Lance Hendricks who I just type of actor who never
2: does anything
3: different, but what he does is so good. I right. just want more of it. So
2: And the lead Anna, what is her name? She's in Mindhunter. Yeah. Uh, she's an Australian actress. She's not as great in this as she is in Mindhunter, but it's Anna tour. Yes, yes. And it's just oh, yeah, gosh. like weird, creepy oh, stuff right happening right. every week and, and time travel and monsters and it just it's, brings me joy. But to Google more- if you just
0: Google Fringe because you it's like the, the photos that Google pulls up are half classic procedural detectives in weird yeah. science fiction things and then half wi- women cutting their own bangs
2: oh sure because <laughs>
0: apparently fringe means that as well so that's a fun I should do that look well, uh,
3: also has very iconic haircuts throughout the show including right. bangs so i can oh, see interesting. kind of down team.
2: that way you know We don't want to spoil too much, but yes, there are different hair. There are bangs. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) But the other, (laughs) there are bangs. The other thing, and the bangs tell you something about the character. That's very Uh, true. The other thing I've been doing, we've been having like sort of date nights. Um, I bought a t-shirt from a tiny movie theater in Minneapolis. Uh, like a month ago with uh, uh, Mifune on it, this Japanese actor. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I was like, I've, uh, I support that theater, but I've never seen any of his films. So I need to, before I start wearing this uh, T-shirt, I can't, I got to start watching films. So my <laughs> husband and I have been doing uh, date night, like, okay, this, like, like another night we watched Seven Samurai, then we're going to watch, I don't know what, what we're going to watch next, but we're going to oh, work our way.
0: He's in Seven Samurai. Okay. Yeah. I, I've yeah. seen that for the show. That was part yeah. of my education yeah, on here. Yeah. So.
2: So I'm going uh, down that down that uh, journey. Oh, that's I fun. want this <laughs>
0: shirt. Where's this shirt? I want. Yeah, I would there's, love there's this a shirt. tiny.
2: I don't know if they're still selling. them. There's this tiny. It's it's the Trilon, Trylon T R Y L O N micro theater in Minneapolis. Is actually just a few blocks from the third precinct um that is Mm -hmm. burned down and um (laughs) it it is no more and um it is a tiny maybe 50 maybe 45 seat little theater that is part of inside an art gallery and they just um it was really when i lived in minneapolis that's a cool uh space and they'd show all kinds of different little films and you could rent it out and show films and it looks like it's no
0: longer available you missed out
2: uh, on that shirt it does look like
0: you missed the shirt but that's um yeah I, if i'm gonna all keep digging it if i if that page was wrong and i can find it somewhere i'll put it up in the
2: heck yeah uh, love it. in
0: the, in the yeah. notes that's rad yeah. I, I that is such an interesting way to discover an actor is shirt first
2: right yeah <laughs> well i mean i think I, i'm sure i've seen him my husband is also like had lived in japan for a while and like so i, I i'm sure kira Sauer, I, you know thing this has come up and been in my life but i just hadn't taken the time to watch some classic cinema
0: well, speaking of classic cinema, so today we are, uh, this is the continuation of season three of Read and Weep. This is a slightly condescending film school. And I realized from going back over our messages, Amber, that I may have been slightly um, unclear to you about um, how this works. So maybe you've caught on by now, but the condescending film school is not me to other people. I'm the <laughs> dumb dumb. And so I, mean, I
2: always just. I assumed, yeah.
0: Okay, great. I was just making I sure, because just... you did say at one point you asked me to teach you about a thing, and I was oh, like, oh, I should have been more clear. Uh, Hunter and Anthony are teaching me, th- like, last Excellent. week I found out, um, uh, like, uh, oh, what was the, w- I just, I had it, and then I lost it. Um, we watched
3: Carol uh, last week?
0: I know, I know, but the the, the term I was going to, I didn't learn, it, apparently didn't learn it that well. Um, yeah, anyway. uh, apparently. It was the thing about everyone having the same little piece of music or the same hat. Motif. Um, oh, a motif. A motif. Yeah. yeah I learned oh. about a motif last week. So anyway, I'm the dumb dumb and they're teaching me about film. And so but I've uh, uh, I asked you to provide us with something that you were the dumb, dumb about. about.
2: I want to be a dumb I'm the You're gonna dumb, be dumb.
0: dumb dumb. Yeah. So the options that I give guests to, to peel back the curtains, you can be the dumb dumb with me or you can teach me something. Those are the general ideas. Um so the our topic for this week is the nineteen seventy-eight film Halloween. Directed by John Carpenter and starring Jamie Lee Curtis and Donald Pleasant. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Amber, so- going we be able to talk about this, Amber? Or yeah. I- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm so excited about this. Okay, so here's what you said when I asked you about this you said, um, Well, I've never seen Babe, and I hear that's a truly wonderful film. <laughs> Or it I'm very is. interested in horror, but a bit of a but I'm a big scaredy cat, and I hate gore. So maybe a little lesson in classic we, horror. We so could have split I was the difference. So close to getting to watch Babe.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could have split the difference and done. Babe Two babe Pig two, in the pig City, City. City? Yeah. which is basically I, a horror movie. It's oh, so yeah. wonderful. But we've already done it
0: for the show. I yeah. love that movie so much. There's uh, no way
2: Babe's life like that is all, only ends in horror. That yeah. there's no way that he has. But, a have happy you seen ending. Babe Two Pig no. in the City? No, I haven't seen any of them. All we, well, oh, right, because you haven't seen the
0: one. Okay, right. so Babe One is a delightful film and a family movie, and it's like a perfectly lovely, wonderful movie babe two pig in a city is an insane horror movie from the guy who made mad max yeah so i mean
3: technically babe one is <laughs> written and produced by george miller as well well but, yeah,
0: but it's it's more apparent in yeah the no second. he <laughs> went
3: full he went full fury Sorry. road on babe and the there
0: sequel. are mobster dogs that hang each other <laughs> from bridges it's what? a crazy movie what? i love it it's what is uh- it
2: rated is it pg
0: it is, yes. and it probably should not be. Um, yeah. It's so crazy. But anyway, so anyway. why did you pick – So, so t- Okay, so I want you to tell me about your interest in horror and mm-hmm. classic horror. And then also you said this really <laughs> interesting thing that you read horror scripts. Yeah. But yeah, you don't I, like watching I, horror movies. Yeah, so tell I me about actually just
2: pulled world. up before we started uh, The Last House on the Left because I want to oh. uh, – yeah, I'm too. I, I, yeah, I want to watch it, but I'm so, too so you are
0: clearly. Yeah, you're <laughs> okay. interested, but can't.
2: I'm so interested. I am interested because uh, they. I I like when I finally gear myself up and and watch them. I I like them, but maybe not for the reason of being scared. I don't know why. I got to figure that out. Mm-hmm. But um, there's the fact that people make these, and so many people enjoy them, and like, in in they're not about what we think. Like we're about like you can find your own fears and whatever it is like there's so much interpretation that it is mm-hmm. appealing to me um it it we all can share being scared like there's no one immune to this unless you're a true psychopath and then maybe you uh relate in, <laughs> to other characters than i relate to uh i really like
0: that michael character yeah. seemed like he had a good good mask <laughs> on his shoulders seemed,
2: I, he seemed interesting um <laughs> i think it maybe first started uh i mean i'd seen a few when i was younger like kind of as a joke like you had to slumber parties you'd watch freddy and it, even when i was younger they were still quite dated and like not as or you're watching them with like a house full of screaming teenagers, so you don't. It's not as scary. But right. um, Jaws, I remember being very scared of because that was like a legitimate. Even though I lived in North Dakota, so I was not, <laughs> I was not swimming with sharks, but still that could happen. You know? <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, they come to you. That's yeah. what that movie shows. That <laughs> yeah, this is... they like, get in the mighty Mississippi, then jump on over to the Red. But yeah. a few uh, years ago, I watched um, the movie Teeth. Uh, oh sure. yeah, 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 and I was like that for me. I was like, "Holy shit, this is fucking inside Like it that blew my Where mind. he's
0: supposed to go? Yeah,
2: <laughs> it was so exciting, and it's so much like comedy. Like you're just building up this. Oh, tension. I, think, I think
0: I know where the teeth are. Yeah, yeah, in her, her ears.
2: It's crazy.
0: That's not um, right. It's gonna taste it, like your it wax.
2: It's so good, and then read the script because it's also fun. um yeah. But, and it's so much like comedy. It's just building tension yeah. and then, you know, popping it with yeah, I mean, a laugh or a scare.
3: There's a reason why. I mean, if you look at Jordan Peele is a great example, but, yeah. you know, Carpenter, Joe Dante, uh, Wes Craven, even in some of the later movies, there's such a crossover between horror directors and comedy directors. Mm-hmm. Uh, Because so much of the skill set is the same. You have to have an idea of timing and pacing and how you set up a joke and how you set up a scare are essentially the same thing. They're just eliciting different emotions. Right. And
2: like the audience, like, you know, them getting the joke or the scare before everyone else or thinking they did. And then you've you've switched it on them. It's all the same. So basically, it's the
0: same power and you can use it for good or for evil. Exactly.
2: (laughs) exactly well, huh. and you also i mean
3: you can sort of take that comparison down such an interesting road i mean like one of the things I, I that i that you said amber that i think is like really true is like the way horror movies are such great reflections of your own personal fears but they're also great reflections of societal concerns mm-hmm. like the <laughs> fact that you can compare almost like you look at any sort of jaunt period of horror films and it's been you know from like the classic golden age of slasher films where this came out to the sort of like the meta 2000s and late 90s period of time they always are representing the really good ones are representing something that's kind of going on in society mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh and you can get so much of a culture and their pe- and like the period that they lived in by what they found scary
0: at the time. And, and why they actually horrified. I was just thinking about this because when I was trying to remember which movie Halloween was, my wife was trying to try to remember which one it was, whether it was Michael or Jason or Freddie. And basically what we figured out was in the eighties, the thing that was most scary to America was like a dude. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Guy, is, right? like, is there just a guy with a normal name because that is fucking scary <laughs> Street,
3: i mean there, it, you look at you know like stranger danger and the idea of um sort of like the scary you know other and stuff like that and you look at you know the horror movies of the 50s and 60s and they're all aliens and right. body snatchers and invading forces because The Cold War was such a big thing, and you know this. Like the
2: eighties, that like Satanic Panic. Like maybe Michael and Freddie aren't Satan, but it's like there. It could be your babysitter. It could be whomever that. Yeah, and you know,
3: that's what's funny about Michael, especially because, you know, like John Carpenter made the first one, he co-wrote the second one, and then kind of, you know, washed his hands of the franchise, but Michael in this movie is like a, a force of nature, he is the boogeyman, right, he is like this societal subconscious fear that we have, and as the series goes on, and once satanic panic becomes a big thing, by Halloween five and six, it's just straight up the occult. Yeah. Michael Myers was uh, spawned from an evil satanic cult. That's why he can't die. That's okay. why he feels the need to kill on Halloween. And the way like the societal fears changed the tone of the franchise oh, over the decades—it's so. I'm
0: so a- glad you said that because one of my games today is I want—I've only seen this one, and I wanted—and I, I, wanted, I noticed that there were 12 more, and I wanted you to explain where the series goes. So Ugh. we're gonna
4: come, guys, I went come on back
2: not to the rabbit hole oh, too, I'm, watching well, YouTube videos, and it is sounds nutty. I'm so curious.
3: Well, in a very fringe way, <laughs> there's 11 <laughs> movies with two more being made right now, three different timelines, and two. With three different continuities and two different versions of the same story.
2: Do you so, have do you have a timeline? Do you enjoy all of them? Do you hate any of uh, them? Yeah.
3: Have- no, I mean I, I am personally I really like the first one. I think the rest of them are pretty garbagey. Uh do you like and the then, Rob
0: Zombie reboot?
3: No, I did okay. really like the David Gordon Green Danny McBride version. That's the one we're currently on. And right, that, it's the third
0: that is oh the my, one that so, takes we, place. Uh, so we are in the, we are in the uh, Halloween cycle the way we are in a Spider-Man cycle.
3: Well, no, because... Where every few
0: years there's just a new reboot of the same movie? It's no, way worse than that. No,
3: because that's not... It's more of a, like... I can't even think of anything to really compare it to. Because, so, there's Halloween 1 through 6 which mm-hmm. are all loosely, you know, basically it's one right? continuity. And
2: then there's <laughs> Halloween, Halloween. Except for Halloween. Halloween
1: 3 actually doesn't yeah.
3: apply to yes. any of the because content. That's
2: the one without Michael Myers? Yes. Halloween 3 is no because Michael
3: Myers. What we'll get, I'll get, we'll, we'll probably get to that. But originally the idea of this franchise was it was going to be an anthology series. So ev- every Halloween oh. they would release a new movie called Halloween that dealt with different monsters or different bad guys. But Michael Myers was so popular that he kind of, people forced them to essentially, that's a big part of why John Carpenter walked away from it. But oh, you have okay. Halloween 1 through 6, which are a loose content like one I franchise. I just,
0: just need to clarify for people at home. So it's Halloween, Halloween I-I, Halloween I-I-I, oh, no. Then, no, wait, wait. Yeah. then Halloween 4, Return of Michael Myers, then Halloween 5, the Revenge of Revenge Michael, Michael Myers, Myers yeah. then just Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers, yeah. then Halloween H2O 20 years later. You naming all Halloween. Just, Water, I just, Halloween I just, Water. Yeah. I just want you to understand water? just like even before you get to the plot, reading the titles of these films yeah. is driving me crazy. I have no uh, idea. Let
3: me, Alex, let me explain it to you. So there's Halloween 1 through 6. Whatever. 2 through 6 are bad. Halloween 1's a classic. Then there's Halloween H2O which is the first one to bring back Jamie Lee Curtis. And that one ex- removes two through six from the canon. So that one is so a fun. sequel to Halloween 2 that takes place <laughs> oh 20 God. years later. Then there's the Rob Zombie 2 movies, which are the uh, remake take place in their entirely their own universe. And then there's Halloween 2018, which mm-hmm. or 2019, whenever that came out. 2017. That- 2017? <sighs> Jesus, I time. I was 2017. Yeah. Is that Jamie Lee uh, Curtis
2: again? Yes. So Jamie Lee Curtis one.
0: is
1: back again, and also they canceled out other movies again.
3: Yeah, so Halloween...
0: The, for sure 18, you guys the 18.
3: newest Halloween, uh, the one that came out in 2018, is a direct sequel to Halloween 1. So that one removes Halloween 2 through 6 plus H2O from the However, canon. it has some confusing
1: references to 2, actually... <laughs> That misled me and made me feel like two was in and then later it it kind of says two is out anyways it's all like you know has anyone ever explained to you just like modern regular superhero comics it's like that level of complexity without people that care you know what i mean like that's (laughs) kind of the general you're selling it for
2: me now i do (laughs) want to watch it's like
1: (laughs) it's like comic book level ridiculousness but it's just kind of left in a cupboard and no one is really looking at it but it is very complex
3: but
0: I mean, it's, it's also like Spider-Man without them. without without people being invested. Without people in being like, we really like Spider-Man and yeah. need <laughs> it <to be> really. <laughs> it's Maybe that's why people
2: love it. the original still so so much because right. they have nothing else to truly grab onto. So what you're saying yeah. is
0: you're going to make a new Halloween reboot that's that keeps season of the witch but loses the rest of it. I would love yes, that. Like, that would, would be awesome.
1: Is they mm-hmm. should just want
4: like Rudd bring it? him back. I love <laughs> that.
1: <laughs> make it as hard ho- make a, a a a film franchise where the whole goal is to for it to be difficult to follow and not easy <laughs> like it's a code you yeah. know and we're all trying to decipher okay. it okay
0: so we've gone on this long bonkers tangent let's bring it back a little bit for people who have not seen the original halloween which is what we're talking about now we've i was curious about that but now we're going to go back just to the where it all started 1978 um with uh, and I'm going to ca- get you caught up as fast as I can with Alex's patented three sentence summary of the movie Halloween. In the 1960s, a six-year-old child named Michael, who seems uh, never to never show signs of anything bad happening in his life, puts on a mask and kills his older sister because she had sex and also because he's the devil. 15 sex years now. later, he escapes the, from hospital prison, puts on a different mask, kills two dogs, then all of Jamie Lee's friends in order from least horny to most horny, <laughs> uh, because or most horny to least horny, sorry, yeah, because he say. is still the devil And also, he is the boogeyman, which is less fun than it sounds.
1: Yeah. There's way
0: less boogieing in that man. Boogeyman seems like a fun dude at a party. Not this one.
3: I mean, my favorite thing about this movie, um, of a a lot of things I I love. My favorite thing about Michael Myers in this movie that some of the sequels kind of uh, don't really do anything with. and I thought the newest one did is that Michael kind of has a weird sense of humor. Uh, that I, I really enjoy. Like there's a whole set of killings in this movie where he he kills a guy and then puts on a ghost outfit yeah. with yeah, the yes. glasses over it. Which right, is yes. just like
0: Which he doesn't need.
3: No, he just it's just a goof. It's just a, like and then he like arranges his whole haunted house for Jamie Lee Curtis to go through at the end. Yeah, yeah. Um
0: okay, so I gonna get to the third sentence though. I gotta wrap this up. So after the Boogeyman joke, that was an aside, not counting on my three sentences. I just wanted to say Boogeyman sounds oh, like a fun see, that's party how get guy. Confused. I know. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just want to wrap up the plot. So sentence number three uh, is he tries to kill Jamie Lee Curtis as well, but instead she stabs him in the neck, eye, and twice in the chest. And then Michael's doctor shoots him in the head and chest and drops him out of a second story window, at which point he gets off and wanders off into the rest of this confusing movie series, um, because apparently Michael is playing life with all of the cheat codes on. And that's the movie. <laughs> Um, oh, right. I yeah, yeah, appreciate finding out later that he is there they they do try to explain him being like a demon or something uh because he is really immune to stabbing.
1: Mm. Yeah. But I never he takes seen the hit. he just he just has to take a little nap at times yeah.
0: <laughs> or just kind of rest <laughs> he, for a minute no, a, I mean, he, it's a d d short rest. If, he just needs you, to lay um, down. Get a few hit points If you follow
3: back. Wrestling, he goes under the uh, undertaker rules. So he has to lay down, and then he sits up dramatically. But yeah, he just has oh to catch god. his breath. Oh my god!
0: Also, that sit up, I just, the way he sits up is with no arm motion. Yeah, Talk just, about a
2: kill, killer killer bod, right? What I a mean,
0: core on that guy! Yeah, yeah, he's done nothing but sit staring in a wall, imagining killing his sister for fifteen years. But do, he must have been oh. doing like a little bit of a crunch inside his body because he does a full no arms, no legs straight-backed sit-up, yeah, and that is it's like a stunt. so hard. It's like they must have had to get
1: a stunt guy to do that. Well, yeah.
0: Those are well, fake legs. He's standing under the... There's a hole in the floor. He's standing there. That's the only way you could get that or, leverage. Or
2: stabbing a guy into uh, a cabinet with a flimsy-ass knife yeah, and he yeah, just stays yeah. there, just holding him up and perfectly... <laughs> he pins him on the
0: wall like a bug. He
2: a yeah. tombstone out of the ground. <laughs> Yeah.
3: He's a strong boy. That might He's
0: a strong boy. Yeah. Can um, you can you get your core strong like like by just sitting there and like kegling, but in your core? Can you just without know, moving? That's
2: my new workout plan. I'm just gonna like terrify my husband and slowly yeah, sit up. I rolling.
3: mean, I don't know if you've ever seen the the movie Bronson, but that guy, no. uh, the guy that's based off, wrote several fitness books. About how to get ripped when you're in solitary confinement. So yes, oh okay, yeah. That, that, uh, so
0: clearly yeah. that's what Michael has been doing. Michael because- was on that diet, um, and now's what, the
2: time. Now's yeah. the time for us to do that. Yeah, that I mean, yeah we're all then. on
0: the Michael diet now. He is a strong
3: boy. I do um, want to. I do want to correct you that if we're only talking about this movie, it is yes. important to remember that Jamie Lee Curtis and Michael Myers are not siblings yet. Right. Or siblings in the canon anymore. Because in the
0: new... They will at time- times
1: be siblings, and they will t- at times not be siblings, depending yes. on who no, likes I the idea. I don't think I
0: said that he was a sibling. No, no, no. Um, it's,
1: it's not in the original. Okay, yeah. I, actually, i got to air a grievance real quick. <laughs> Let's start so, there. Uh-oh. I worked at this bank for a while called Bank Simple, and it was near Halloween. Yeah. And they asked that factoid as a trivia question. They said, oh, you know, who is Jamie no. Lee Curtis's character related to? And I was like, well, this is a preposterous question. And I had lots yeah. of follow ups, and they were just looking at me like, this guy's a jerk. And <laughs> like, I
0: was I just, just somehow, like, it, man, knowing stuff really ruins casual trivia,
1: right? Yeah. And and I was just kind of like, I don't, I know the answer, but I, but and so I'm right here, ready to win, you know, the Snickers bar or whatever. But I don't, you know, because I don't know the continuity you're going with, I don't know what to say, and I actually lost it because i i got in my own head i overthought it i was freaking out i was sweaty oh, palms yeah. were sweaty and i i, I wrote mom's spaghetti yeah mom I, mom's spaghetti
2: <laughs> what was the prize what would you have won i
1: don't remember what it was It was probably huh. it was probably like money just straight well, cash it was probably
0: K. if i if i remember the uh the news stories about what was going on in that bank apparently your prize was probably to have sex in a car outside yeah
1: actually was, i forgot about
0: that bank symbol had some really sexy press Uh, but then you'd get
2: killed because sex equals death right
0: Right, because what anthony said before apparently what we were really scared of in 1978 was teenagers getting it
3: yeah that that is technically never gone out of style that has always been the whole thing because you know
0: so curious about that. Why? Why is that such a horror trope? Because well, I've it's, heard this and the fastest of, like,
2: sex ever. That opening yeah. scene, they go upstairs. He grabs a knife, and the guy's done, dressed out the door. Come the, on. The
0: sex being fast was not a surprise, but him leaving that fast—that was yes. pretty quick. Like yeah. well, well, he was a teenager. It was not going to be an all-day affair. No.
3: If if you he ever, was gone. I I'm not like I didn't think this movie was as mind blowing as a lot of people did, but I thought it was pretty clever. If you ever seen Cabin in the Woods. That yeah, gets yeah. into a lot of the idea of sort of horror movie tropes and why as a society do we sort of want these repeated archetypes to be murdered in certain ways. But, you know, like the idea of the the kids having sex, it's really just a transgression, right? So it is like, against sort of cultural norms and puritanical beliefs that if because you transgress, you are going to become a victim to this violence, right? And it's that's why it's not just always sex. It can be drugs. It can be protein. It can be, you know, being mean to people. Right. Uh it's that there has to be a And then Jamie Lee Curtis,
0: because she studies and babysits, she's the person who gets to survive. Right. Yeah. She's I mean- not horny.
3: Because I mean, it's like the thing is, you, you can be
2: horny, but I mean, like, you just can't vocalize it or yeah. act on it, right? And still doing
0: like movie horror movies are still doing like literal Red Riding Hood style morality tale. Yeah, that's I mean, just it's like not, it's also if you, you don't want to die, don't get dick. No, think over of the, and over and over again. The
3: cultural sort of ideas of like it's what I thought like it follows was really good at kind of um, driving this theme home in sort of like recent horror films. But there's, like, this idea of, like, you know, sex isn't just, like, like, we kind of think of it differently now, and I certainly do, but from, like, a sort of modern societal thing, not only do you have, you know, the idea of, like, pregnancy and STDs and the idea of, like, losing innocence and becoming, like, a new thing after you do it, right? There's all these societal baggage that comes with that as, like, A vector that you can funnel into horror movies, and you have to have the kids do something that kind of, in a way, justifies them being brutally stabbed to death or whatever. I mean, I will say
0: the one thing that that makes the other, one other thing that this does well that is less intellectual and interesting is just like you're very vulnerable. Yeah, you're distracted. You're distracted. Well, see, I, you're I naked. You're just coming. You're going to be really chill.
1: Yeah, I want to write a horror movie where nobody has sex, but instead, like, somebody walks into an old house and they find a book, and it's like a really good book, and they kind of just get sucked into it, and that's how and they, they get, get murdered, murdered for yeah. reading because they're just like, oh, this I is I like a great this. book. I like this." Oh, me, you're, uh,
0: uh, no, here even better, hey, Hunter. If I may submit, not I mean not yeah, even no, better. No, submit no, be it. Of, yeah, let's. If let's, I can, if I can give you a possible tag, a suggestion, which is that it's three friends. And they decide they're going to have like a threesome. And then one of them finds a book and gets distracted. And the other two just have a normal twosome. They survive because they're having sex. Right. And right. then she gets killed for reading.
3: I like it. Yeah. I like it. I mean, there's also, yeah, I mean, like kind of to get back to the, the the combination of sort of like a theme that's gone through a lot of this film school is, you know, film is a combination of art and commerce, right? Yeah. And there, there is a a sort of expectation that there used to be at least before the advent of the internet and the ease of pornography that you would, the reason why sex would come up in horror movies so much is because you wanted to show naked people in your horror movies, right? It's how you could almost uh, guarantee
0: making money, right?
3: So there is like that, like, you know, well, you that, want like, to. So
0: that's, that makes sense to me because you're already, if, it, if it's already going to be rated R because of people getting stabbed, then you're not losing the commerce by adding s- sexuality like you would go cuz going from PG-13 to R means you make like way less money, right? So you might as well show the boobs. So, so once you're already there, show the boobs to get more people in who are going to R-rated movies. That yeah, makes and, total sense.
3: And I mean it's the same thing like kind of go back to the comedy things. Like if you look at like comedies in the 80s, there was besides the fact that they know, sex comedies were a huge thing, but even in stuff you look at like Jamie Lee Curtis and trading places, you know, she never gets naked in any of the horror movies she's in, but she gets very naked in that movie. And it's just like, that used to be how you would get more people to see a movie because porn was tough to find back then. You know, it is like,
0: you would have to, are you saying then that they've stopped doing this because like, And we'd be watching a new horror movie and we'd be like, someone takes off her her shirt and we'd be like, come on, I have the internet.
2: What do you think about? Like the Babadook and Us and Get Out, which I've read and I've not seen all of them. (laughs) I don't think there are boobs. uh, But, uh, you know, so that's... Yeah, 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 nudity
3: Um, has become a little passe, I feel, in um, sort of modern horror films, which uh, you know, I think is like... I kind of think that movies themselves have gotten uh, not sexy enough for me. Like, movies used to oh, be yeah, very sexy. Uh, <laughs> and, I, and I mean, like, there is just like this, this like sterile nature to a lot of movies nowadays. And I'm not saying I want like gratuitous nudity and stuff, but there is like this.
1: But you're saying uh, like you're thirsty for erotic storytelling. That's like yeah. you, you want to sit. Anthony, you feel? have I got an yeah. internet for you?
3: <laughs> I, I oh would, my
1: God, wait till you find oh, out actually, about the internet. We were talking about the Handmaid. Were we talking about the Handmaid yes. last week? Handmaid is show? a great yeah.
3: example of like a very, very erotic, erotic, yeah, thriller. Oh. Yeah, you know, oh, movies. Movies for adults. That's kind of like one of my biggest sort of pet peeves with movies nowadays in general. Is it feels like even horror movies are made for like kids. And it's just like, so I do you want know, movies with think, fucking grown-ups.
0: Did, when you said Maiden, when you talked about this lo- movie last week, you didn't mention how erotic it was. It's and now I feel erotic. weird that I just suggested it to our guest for next week. Oh, it's yeah. In, uh, now I feel like I'm the pervert. Why did you make that happen? Why did I, you warn me?
3: I mentioned it was very erotic. We were talking about queer cinema and lesbian representation. What do you think that's going to...
0: Well, I'm not supposed to... Well, I, maybe I was trying not to be horny about that.
3: Uh, trying to be trying to a, be supportive it's a very good movie we're talking about good. halloween
0: though yeah okay yeah, yeah yeah um going back to halloween so um oh actually that reminded me of a quick thing i want to say about uh being naked in movies which is that i had a, a professor in college who like told us like she was super excited she's like uh my daughter's an actor and she is in a big new movie that just came out and she was no. super excited and we we're like oh great and then wh- what is it and then she got really shy and wouldn't tell us the movie <gasps> And it was because her daughter uh, was—it was a uh, horror movie where her daughter had her top off and got her boob bitten by a snake and had no lines. No. And so that was the whole of that role. And what the was
3: snakes that? on the plane? What was
0: it? I'm not going to tell you what it was, because um, uh, now I feel weird about the. I don't, I don't like, even know this person. Will you tell us? Tell I, us yeah.
2: offline.
0: Yeah, maybe. Uh, but I just—it was just very funny how she was like so proud, and then immediately was like, "Oh wait, now I realize what the role like she." <laughs> He had to be. Uh, Gotta start somewhere.
2: Yeah, Gotta start somewhere. I yeah. will say, I did enjoy that the girl in Back to Halloween that uh, the girls were also horny. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, like yeah. the girl on the phone that's like, "Why? Why don't we quit talking about it? And why don't we do it?" I'm just like, "Yeah, girl. Okay. okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah." and she yeah, was really punished for that
1: the dialogue too very authentic you know yeah. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. i was like this is not I, yeah, I can't
2: tell you like. how many times i also spill on myself i spill hot butter <laughs> all over my person i don't flinch he i don't covers, herself hot,
0: in hot butter covers and myself just, in hot butter and and then i just
2: ugh, strip down i just strip the fuck down you know so immediately i mean that's you know
3: that's because we live in the texting generation you know you don't have to worry about cooking and you know talking to someone on the phone it was very distracting you know you have to worry oh, about that true. you got to worry about that long cord, <laughs> cord While you're trying yeah. to cook that was a yeah. recipe for disaster <laughs> yeah yeah
0: man i've ruined so many shirts with butter and not yeah. had a phone cord to blame it on so <laughs> i think cooking is just hard everything is very Same. splashy
2: yeah yeah sex and cooking truthfully
0: very yeah, yeah. if we're being honest a lot very of butter splashy. in both yeah um a lot of splashing. so so uh let's rewind So this is a John Carter film of Mars. John
3: Carpenter. Carpenter. John Carpenter. (laughs) He knew what he's doing.
0: Of Mars. And uh, so tell me about John Carpenter. Tell me, like, this is, he he is a name that I hear. He is important to this genre. I know nothing about him. Was he important
2: before this? I want to know, I
3: want to tell us. Yeah, I mean, so before this, he had made a few films, but most notably Assault on Precinct 13. So this movie and Assault are sort of like what what I consider... One of the greatest runs in film history, Um, just in terms of like pure classics uh, that were absolutely not revered or liked in their times. Uh, (laughs) I feel so bad for John Carpenter. I'm glad he's alive to see himself become a cult figure and someone who's so well respected. I love his attitude about it which is like, fuck you, you should have liked the movies when it came out. Uh, doesn't do, <laughs> it doesn't do me any good now to be told how much of a genius I am. Uh, everyone hated my movies when I made them. But so, uh, let me pull up a list here. But so, so
0: he, He's obviously very famous for Escape from L.A.
3: Escape? I mean, escape, <laughs> come on, buddy. Don't do well, that to so my boy. The two,
0: things, two things that we've watched of John Carpenter's for the show before is uh, we did watch Big Trouble in Little China. Which for goes. the show and we did watch escape from new york um yeah and Escape we almost David watched Escape movie. from LA, but we didn't get.
3: Yeah, there. Escape from LA is not a very good movie. It's sort of later, yeah, later life in his thing. But he's no, he's super fascinating as a filmmaker. Uh, you know, he writes, directs, and he scores most of his own movies. And I think like, oh, did that he is write the, the thing yeah. for this? So I mean, that is like a huge part of like when I think of John Cope, a lot of people talk about his influence, and you see it on stuff like Stranger Things or like The Guest a lot of sort of modern films that are kind of going for this 80s aesthetic and they're not yeah. doing the visual language of carpenter but a huge part of it is the sound so many people steal and like are inf- heavily influenced by dude like yeah there is so much film.
1: electronic music in the 90s that was basically just people being like this would be like a john carpenter movie soundtrack <laughs> but yeah like, before a movie that doesn't exist it only exists in my mind
3: yeah, um but yeah, so I mean you have everything so the run from Assault in Precinct thirteen, Halloween, The Fog, Escape from New York, The Thing, Christine, Stowman, Big Trouble in Little China, uh, Prince of Darkness, and They Live are like all eyeball be- I think like back to back classics. Like your mileage may vary on some of those movies. I but, have not like-
0: seen the thing, but I did just click on it, and this guy's got a, oh, a huge God, mouth for that. an eyeball yeah the thing.
2: The thing. is that that kurt russell like uh they're in the snow and yeah okay, oh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah i gotta got read that the thing is a <laughs> absolute
3: masterpiece
2: and I'm if an
0: you read it you're like, missing all these great stings that he's writing yeah
3: so i mean a huge part of the thing is i would say like um I think like it is pretty gory. I'm going to warn you, but but if it's, it's
2: if it's old gore, if it's like you yeah, know so before 1980, I can handle that. A it's, huge part yeah. of the the the
3: the uh, puppet work and the uh, model and makeup work in the thing is just from a like, technical stand like standpoint, and like it looks kind of ch- silly now because it's like stop motion puppets and stuff like that. But yeah. it's incredible the design for it. Um, but the thing is an absolute classic. Big Trouble Little China I, is one yeah, of my cool. favorite movies ever Cooling made. I like um, they Live is obviously such a um, cultural touchstone for like a certain type of film nerd, mm-hmm. and it's so referenced so heavily. But yeah, I mean, he's a guy who made his incredible run of movies. Almost all of them were bombs, almost all of them were critically panned when they came out. Even like, I was trying to explain to my wife uh, after we watched Halloween, she was like, I was kind of saying that to her, and she's like, Well, he made the thing. That must have that movie's incredible. That movie must have yeah. won all the you know praise. And I was like, no, critics <laughs> hated the thing. It was trashed almost universally when it came out. Um,
0: but yeah, you well, have we just like are we like okay, how how does this happen? How do we decide that a thing that seemed like trash at the time and later were like, oh, this was the good trash. There's also bad trash, but this is good trash.
3: Well, I mean, it's the, you know, cream rises to the top. What movies kind of hang around, you know, that I think that a lot of it was like with The Thing when it came out, you know, it was the year that E.T. came out. People were sort of looking for uplifting sort of saccharine, Spielbergy, y uh, alien stories. And The Thing is like this incredibly nihilistic, existential, bitter, you know, mean movie so it just huh. like didn't resonate with people, but I think that is like there's way more to dig into and stuff that I find like sort of intellectually and sort of visually and aesthetically rewarding than I get out of like rewatching E. T. Nowadays. And also, also I
1: wanna, I, 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 just to help answer his question because I think it's a fascinating question. Uh, I think the the creative class kind of helps make something a cult movie by making oh. reference to it in newer media so yeah. if there's like newer things that are coming out that are making references yeah. to it or even when people license so like the thing for some reason i still have no idea why gets licensed for board games and video games even today even still and i have no i i, I don't really get it and as far as i know Every video game or board game that's been made off of the thing is like, okay, but not, you know, it's not like it's fertile ground for that. Um, but actually, I, I wanted to see when it was. I actually think there was a thing, Super Nintendo game. Yeah. And there was but a like, PlayStation 2 like game. Happens. Yeah. It just like keeps referring back to the original work and that's how it stays relevant and it keeps bringing new converts that way. Yeah.
2: And that's you interesting, have- but I go ahead
3: along with that creative thing just the idea of like when filmmakers get interviewed of like what's your favorite movie that not a lot of people have seen a lot of people are going to say the thing and that like helps spread it along as well right Uh, i was just
2: gonna say that i think that is really interesting but the the downside maybe is like as someone who uh genuinely gets scared and doesn't watch a lot of uh, horror because of the gore and the scare factor uh because Halloween, the music and that sitting up and so much of what he did is uh, people have stolen or used or been inspired by. So it, it was, you know, some parts I'm like, oh, I can see where this would have been right. very scary. Yes. But yeah. I, I, I've seen this a million times in comedy sketches and TV, show, you know, like and referenced in other things. So uh, it was, you know, hard to take this- myself out of that. Yeah, this factor
0: it's, on other things. I'm, I can't remember exactly what now, but th- this phenomenon of oh yeah, the creative, creative inflation, inflation.
2: Yeah,
3: we talked where about that a lot on this.
0: A thing was a seed that was like it was it was it was a break a breakout thing at the time, and it blew everybody's minds, and then so everybody did it, and now we come to it only with the filter of the inflation. We come to it having seen all the later things and take some of the fun away. Yeah,
3: I mean, That's... this stuff, like, I was, like, in this movie, not just, like, that sort of visual imagery of him sitting up and the way the music is, but, like, it's it's hard to, like, especially for, I think, all of us who are way too young for this, but, like, this movie and, like, The Shining were, like, two of the very earliest movies to have steady cam. So, like, imagine going oh. to see a movie... You've never seen a steady cam shot before. And this right. movie We've, we've opens. never seen a
0: camera just casually move somewhere. Yeah, There's right. no train track. Well,
2: that 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 POV of the camera, I can see, like, that was scary. And I kept, yeah. like, being, like, oh, that's dumb. And that's dumb. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? And I'm like, oh, I'm trying not to be scared right now. <laughs> like, I'm, talking, <laughs> I'm trying to logic myself out of being afraid that he's going to pop up somewhere. Well, yeah, and- also,
0: that first thing where I guess, so that's a steady cam shot where yeah, he, the whole like, you're first shot going up movie. and killing. And what yeah. that does is it it because we're looking from the kid's point of view as he does this killing, I feel implicated. I feel like mm-hmm. I stabbed his sister, and that's not comfortable. Yeah, and why did I do it? I didn't want to do really it. You can't really
2: see the mask is like covering yeah. things, and you're like, what the heck is going on? Dude, why the am scariest I doing part of
1: that sequence to me is when he looks away while he's stabbing her, because mm-hmm. like obviously they, you know, there's a practical reason for that of like, you know, probably don't have very convincing you know, it's it's just probably not, wouldn't have been very convincing had it just been full on. But also like that's kind of leading into your limitations and making it kind of scarier. for Just the idea that that he would look up at nothing while yeah. he's doing this. Like that's yeah. so freaky. Yeah, and while freaking. some
3: PA is pouring fake blood on this naked baby. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it adds to this sort of like, what makes Michael Myers such a scary antagonist is this like this vacantness right yeah. and like that's a big part of what like the you know we haven't even talked about like the the wardrobe and the mask and the you know the fun story behind that yeah uh,
0: so i want to i have a, a, i want to take this in a different direction in a second but let's let's tell me about your your fun fact about the mask let's talk about the wardrobe and then uh, and the casting—that
2: some- little boy looks yeah. like, like what a little silly little goose! Yeah. Like I <laughs> wanted him. He did not look scary at all, and that drove me nuts. Yeah. But uh, uh, one of a few things.
3: Amber, do you know what the Michael Myers mask is like? Where they? I got do. Him
2: from? I, yeah. I, I do. It's, well, uh, so
3: it's you guys.
2: It's tell, William. Tell Shatner. The Yes, yeah. it's, it's well, William Shatner.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's one of my favorite. Like, I mean, this is like a big part of Carpenter, especially his early work was so incredibly scrappy and doing a lot with the little. And I just love... So if you don't know, the Halloween mask, the very famous iconic mask, is a William Shatner mask that they cut bigger eye holes and spray-painted it white. Um, And
2: I just... I've always... This was like people
0: who loved Star Trek were buying this mask of William Shatner's face.
2: And it's just like a regular guy. It's not a scary demon, just a regular face. And it's
3: like you think about like famous iconic horror movies like... Freddy Krueger's entire aesthetic or, like, the Scream mask, and you hear about, like, just, like, hours that went into production meetings and designs and, like, you know, modeling one... the
0: Scream mask was paper. just an off-the-shelf mask no, of the Munch painting.
3: No, no, it was a design for the movie. Oh, um, okay. Uh, but, like, you know, hours and, like, lots of work went into designing that, and John Carpenter gave someone 50 bucks and said, go to a Halloween shop. And just find, like, and he brought back, like, five masks. He brought, like, a creepy clown mask, like, two other ones, and one William Shatner one, being like, oh, no, maybe we can do something with this. And that's what they did. And I just love that, like, taking a simple prop and just doing something simple to it and creating this, like, whole new iconic thing out of it is just amazing. I love it.
0: I, I do. So I'm sorry. I, I thought I knew this, and so I do want to just uh, bring back in here that the scream mask did exist before the movies. It was it was inspired by the Edward Munch painting and was created by Fun World Costumes as a Halloween costume prior to being discovered by the um, by Marianne Madalina for the Craven film. And then they so just picked it, it
1: up. That's nut. That's yeah, even they, crazier.
0: So they may have tried and designed a ton of things, and then decided on that one. But this was a an existent uh, Halloween mask at the time. Okay according to wikipedia and um that i found to back up the story i had heard before so suspicious googling but um I was like a, okay. was that a wiki hole did we just do <laughs> you know, a reverse wiki hole you a, little, a little peek into the that was a, a surprise wiki hole. wiki hole i was in the wiki it, hole and i didn't even know came it. out of nowhere yeah you you like well i'm so so dark now you know why um okay amber so yeah. you said you had a couple of grievances from it but i so overall Um, we are watching this because you are a scaredy cat, but you're interested. You haven't seen this one. How did, how, how, did it feel? And then get me into your grievances.
2: Oh, um, it was great. I, 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 the music is so stressful and, uh, and, and wonderful. Um, I sometimes wished it hadn't been there the entire time. Like I wanted to let some of that rest,
4: <laughs> uh,
2: but maybe that was the point is like, you're just like, so uh, amped level. up the whole time. Um, yeah. And it was, it's, it's hard to remove myself from having all, like you said, the inflation and all the pop culture references. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's scary that, that, that POV of the killer the whole time practically. And um, a little bit of that, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, like n- wanting to tell like f- not telling people but. By- kind of thinking something's going on. We've all been there and had that little like uh, red flag in our stomach, like yeah. oh, something weird going on. So yeah, it was scary. I can see how it would have been very scary. Um, I enjoyed that. There was not tons of gore, which I find mm-hmm. to be scarier. Wait, don't, I don't need like, I get it. They're, they're dead <laughs> uh yeah. how he gets there and gets in the house is scarier to me uh but yeah like i said i kept like being like oh that's so dumb and that's so dumb so i i think i was more scared than i was willing to admit because i kept finding problems with just the way that that well, neighborhood works like, I feel like no I've one's
0: been- Go ahead. I've been mad about things being dumb that weren't scary. So you yeah. you could allow yourself to have like been irritated by the fact that the smartest character in the movie doesn't understand how doorknobs work.
2: Right, right. Like, that's For, a like twenty issue. minutes. Yeah. and instead of screaming, she's like, ha, 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 like tell, like scream, tell the kids to run away or something. Like, and why is no one trick or treating? That yeah, part that, a, that part no is really one. weird to
1: me. But I thought, wait, with the doorknob thing, I thought
0: he was bracing the doors. Wasn't that what yeah. he was doing? Yeah, he put a yeah, rake there, there like and several. she could steal it. And she was yeah. like, I can't do it, I can't do it. And then she sees the rake and then just keeps turning the doorknob. Like, oh, that's maybe true. if I turn it for a long enough time, the rake will fall away. Yeah, but he's and coming. Then,
1: like it's once yeah. he gets
0: there, then she's like, Oh, maybe I should move I, the I rake. I guess what I'm what I'm saying is I I wanna I when it comes to litigating this
1: movie, when it comes to this, okay. I want to let go of all of that stuff just to emphasize how silly it is that the movie's called Halloween and there are no trick or treaters yes. in this neighborhood.
0: There's, there's two trick or treaters before, the, like in the, the middle of the day.
2: To, yeah, they go in the daytime. All of the parents go party time. Like, is it New Year's Eve? Like, everybody's babysitting at <laughs> no Halloween party. Yes. Do. Oh, Look, that's such a it,
0: what a weird I neighborhood.
3: I don't yeah. know if you've ever spent time in the California part of Illinois that this movie takes place in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But that that specific really lovely October weather. Green yeah.
2: leaves, green, not yeah. a, not an orange leaf inside.
3: Yeah, that's you know, that's super specific, super specific Southern California town in Illinois. That's just the way they
0: go down there. It's you know? the classic Halloween thing where you carve a pumpkin at night on Halloween for the next day when everybody loves to see with Jack your babysitter, yeah.
2: Not with your family. Yeah. I also hated when she. Ra- I mean, it was scary. Uh, it, it maybe it was a bit realistic. Then she knocked on the. She ran to the neighbors, and they were like, "Ma, teenage – you know. They just closed their blinds. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was were, like, "Why they were are sick you not of shouting? Tricked? I'm babysitting. It's me, your neighbor from across Murder. the street." Yeah. You know, you, you know, me, I live two horse houses down, there's a guy, I'm scared. It's me. That one one
1: spooked me, though. Okay, we're talking about, for me, what was a spook? For me, Uh just the, it's the spooky idea of everyone just refusing to answer their door, because I live right now in a part of the country where that is that, yeah. that seems to make a lot of sense to people to just never
0: answer doors. I well, can
2: see that being scary. Yeah.
0: In your neighborhood on most days, if you ran around screaming and they didn't open, that'd be one thing. But on Halloween, if you knock on a door and they're like, that's a different story. Yeah. I feel like that's the one night you're supposed to open the door for kids
1: oh i I actually thought the other way i thought it'd be like well it's halloween the stupid kid is trying to prank me with their goofy screams i've
0: never done a lot of halloween trick-or-treating i've never heard someone's blood-curdling scream it's like i've heard a lot of like oh this coat is so warm like that (laughs) or like a lot of like i don't want to wear my mask or like why did you give me an apple with a razor blade not that one that one's not real oh
2: I remember my other big grievance when the, the doctor, the, the psychiatrist, like, is, like, talking to the, you know, the police chief. And they's like, you know, their whole plan is to, like, not alert anyone uh, that <laughs> yeah. this dangerous criminal is. And the police chief is, like, all right, I'm going to go along with it. Only only in the off chance that you're right. And if you're right, after he's just said everybody's going to die, if you're right, boy, he's, like, boy, am I going to be peeved. I'll be mad at you, sir. Yeah.
0: That doctor, he went to medical school for whatever, like 15 years, and his diagnosis is like, eyes like the devil. Pure evil, that kid. That is his whole psych eval of this kid. I I don't know what class that was, where you're like, at some point, you'll notice that a mental health issue goes far enough that the person becomes the devil. Pure
2: evil. You can tell in
0: the eyes, the diagnosis is in the eyes.
2: When they uh, they drove up though to the hospital, like that did scare me. Like the people climbing on the car, because they were both like not scared. You're like, oh shoot, people got out. Yeah, but that was that was scary to me when they were climbing on the car. That's
3: my my favorite thing about Doctor Loomis as a character. It's not that he's like just a lazy person who you know diagnosed everyone as pure evil. It's the idea that he almost has like this. PTSD. His entire world has been a worldview has been destroyed by Michael Myers. Right? It's that like he he you know went in thinking like oh I'm a medical doctor I diagnose things and he met this one patient that made him reconsider everything he thinks he he knows to be true about the world and the way people react. This one person. Sometimes it
0: really is the devil. Yeah, it's not just bad humors.
3: Yeah, it's like this shocking thing that like, he's rattled throughout the whole movie. And that's one of the things yeah. I think I find so like interesting about their relationship. Um and also something I never noticed or I mean, I just guess I've never thought about this, but this makes the movie make a lot more sense as well is if you keep in mind that Jamie Lee Curtis and her friend got really high before tonight. Oh yeah! Like they were both—they oh, right.
0: were both stoned. Yeah. I mean, they were really high. It was the seventies. I mean, we don't
3: know that. Maybe they got the good stuff that night. Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, right. Um, she they, she she smoked and then talked to a cop and was fine. She yeah. was not high.
2: Look, out. That's, that's how high she gets all the time. It didn't even. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Super stoner. She's idea, like,
0: her, yeah, she's the the a smart idea super stoner. Of
2: Getting so high
3: that when you spill butter on yourself, your like thought process is to take off all your clothes. Got to get like, the that clothes makes off. Sense. I've been that high before. I've been <laughs> that high that it's just like, oh, this just naturally makes sense. This is the thing to do. I
0: don't know. Uh, I, I don't know a lot about drugs, but I would prefer the drug where if you poured butter all over yourself, you'd be like, awesome. This <laughs> is great. I am that, so life. buttery That's right just now. I
2: am yeah. high on life when that. I happens. am toast. Yeah. I've
3: been that high too. It's you know different. <laughs> Different things that just seems like
0: eye. a more fun high where you're like, yeah. you're, you're fine with being covered in butter versus the I must get naked right away.
3: Depends on what else you ate that day, how much coffee you've had. You know, it's so, it, <laughs> a lot of factors can change your high. Yeah.
0: yeah. Boy, I, I, uh, you talked to me about the 12 movies after this. Um, do, does, do any of these movies, does Jamie Lee Curtis get to go to therapy? Cause this uh, has been a tough isn't night. Isn't she oh, in an institution? Yeah. Oh, yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Totally this, is is a, this is a tough night. Yeah. I, I was thinking about what actually makes him so creepy. I love the mask because it's just so dead looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the key is the arms. So that sit up where I said he's not doesn't move his arms at all. Also, when he's standing in the yard, just dangling your arms. Like if you take that same character, the same costume, and you put his left hand in his left pocket, he does not look scary at all. He's just like <laughs> right. a chill yeah, yeah, farmer. Yeah, like cool there's it, it, some yeah yeah exactly he's, a, he's like well this is just a cool mechanic if you have him lean a little bit or or scratch his face he seems totally fine but just dangling your arms makes you yeah. look so in, scary. in broad
2: daylight no that's like that daylight, i found yeah. scary too like yeah. he's just so bold and like just a brick wall of a monster just standing in the laundry yeah
1: in the middle I, I mean, of the day. that's a bold monster right there i think what's scary about him is there is a part where dr loomis is standing outside of um a store and um, Mike Myers is in the, in the background. We can see him. He's driving the car and there's actually a part. You have to look really closely to catch it. There's a part where Mike checks his left and his right before he makes a turn. And that part is really scary. And I'm serious. that it that is in the movie. So like,
0: yeah, yeah. Why you was it scary? Was that, that, it's just, I
1: mean, because I mean, it's like he's a safe driver. You know what I mean? That's, and that's comforting that's, that's, to me. I nice don't, me. I'm not
0: really afraid of stabbing in real life, but I'm super
1: afraid of car accidents. So yeah. I they love make a guy. to his ability to drive a car. And then they just have this little note where they let you know that
0: like he knows how to drive he this did, car. He secretly learned. I, I my mean, biggest issue with him is just the, uh, and I think the thing, because I watched this several years ago. My wife and I watch one horror movie a year on Halloween. And I hate it every year. And does she
2: like it? Does she what like to watch no. them? No. Okay.
0: Um, I don't know why we still do it. I think I hate it more than she does. Um, our original idea was like a lot of the classics, so we did um, Freddy and we did Jason and yeah, uh, and Michael now. Um, or and this one at the time. I so we've seen a bunch of them. Um, and I don't like them. And uh, but one thing about this one that really irritated me was just like he's just a kid who becomes a superhero. Like he's just too he's too strong he's too impervious to stabbing the stuff that we talked about before that did irritate me i feel like everything else the feel of the movie is so nicely realistic and then he is just so silly for and it it ta- that takes the scary part at, for me like once you've been stabbed in the eye and then you continue to walk around with good depth perception it's just not <laughs> fun anymore you're like oh well what's scary to me is the idea that you know you, you could be in this situation and so if it's like oh, it was scary, because there's this kid who just turns out to be stabby, and now you're like, oh, it's not scary, you just die, you just lose, he yeah. wins, he's he's too strong, you just... Um,
3: well, I mean, that's, to me, I have, like, yeah. the opposite reaction to that, where I, I one of my things that, uh, like, makes like, Freddy Krueger or, like, Jason Voorhees, sort of, like, sort of the other classic monsters, not work for me, but why I really like Michael Myers, why I really like Leatherface, it, Freddie is
0: the one in in dreams, right?
3: Yes, but
0: yeah. But oh my God, the same complaint to a million percent with well, him. Like I mean, he my, kills you, and then he, you you can't kill him. He can kill you at night when you're sleeping in your dreams. He's fake and real. Like you just lose. That's the well, thing I with Freddie. So he wins. Yeah, yeah. You get that's it. you win. That's what
3: makes it scary, Alex. But I, it's I like, think no, like,
0: it's not scary. You're just like I give up. You kill me. It's over. But I think we that's
3: just, what what I really like about what I kind of annoys me. I mean, I think that there is like this idea of like what makes you want to fight to survive against the kind of the worst the odds the scariest thing is mm-hmm. but what i don't like about something like nightmare on elm street is how much they go out of their way to sort of contextualize and give personality yeah, to I, their I villain agree. which i i kind of annoys me and it helps it kind of go huh. into like the sort of campy level what i love about michael is that especially in this movie and this is something i really hate about the sequels that add all this context to him it's this idea of he's just like a force of nature. That I just I love characters that almost feel like primordial, like they just exist because that is the world we live in, that there is no explanation. There is no reason why. This is just there's no reason why a hurricane comes and destroys your house. You there know, Do you have a, a there's
0: such a clear model of how the atmosphere does that like i don't understand this argument at all you're like the more the less character we give these characters the more interesting it is to you
2: i get that because that's scary well, like there's no way to fight that you don't know how, you yeah, don't know where I, they came if if from you no can't where to fight, it it's not
3: scary there's you no, have a there's no reason why out uh, there's no reason why horrible things happen to people right i'm just it doesn't fine you want to pick apart the weather thing whatever but like whatever that is that is like going to come after you that there's that there are just things out there that are out of your control that are going to get there i mean we talked about it a little bit when we were talking about like no country from old men a few weeks ago but like anton sugar is my favorite modern version of this he's a character who's entirely a force of nature you can't reason with him you can't stop him he is going to keep going and he just does And what if you
0: remember does. that conversation i thought that guy was like the least interesting character i've ever watched it was so boring yeah, because it's like if I'm playing one on one basketball with LeBron, like I'm not going to it's not like, oh, it's scary. He might win. Like, of course, he's going to win. I don't care. It's not I'm not even going to I'm not so going to defend. No hope,
4: no yeah, hope whatsoever. Yeah,
0: there's
1: no, it's, but it's not like you're playing one on one with LeBron. It's like I have to watch you play one on one with LeBron and you're yeah. my friend and I'm rooting for you. But I know you
4: you fuck I'm not, this I'm, dude there's
1: no way you're yeah. beating LeBron yeah I'm not rooting for you I'm just like this is a
0: tragedy that's no, not worth you, caring you about you get
1: it like I'm on the sidelines and I'm watching you do this and I'm like oh I don't want my buddy Alex to get like embarrassed for all these people and that's where yeah, the tension I'm, comes from it's not
0: know? no but it's it's not that you're getting embarrassed you're pre-embarrassed it's the embarrassment's yeah. over there's no question about whether it's going to happen anymore it's just but like I, but, I, but I want yeah. you to win because you're my bud and, and I want it's, you to but you don't want me to win in his if I'm place. playing LeBron you don't want me to beat but lebron but you'd be like Alex, oh i would like you to yeah, watch let's I say, like say i did it. let's that that's <laughs> a necessary part of it let's yeah. say i did want you to well, win no, i'm saying that as an audience i'm the audience member i don't yeah. want it i don't find in myself the want for her to get away if or if he's just Im- impervious to damage then yeah, I'm like, i actually oh. think
1: this goes to a cl- we haven't explored this for a while with you but th- it goes to like i think a classic problem which is like getting on like like rooting for the protagonist or 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 being
0: on their side, I guess. because is it's this not a problem really you have with Amber? My,
4: well, my, it's, it's my, my feeling other is,
0: there. Amber, my feeling is that it's the movie's job to make me care about a character instead of, like, blaming me for not caring by default mm-hmm. when it's done no effort. <laughs> That's how I feel. You
3: see, Alex has uh, what we call no sort of empathy. He's yeah. not- <laughs> This is what Oh, so my, but that's, this is
4: exactly that's my
0: problem is i have empathy and if you take away the if you make it if you make them not a character if you make them a hurricane i don't have any empathy for hurricane anymore but why but you're, it, not, you're not supposed to have empathy with michael you're supposed to have empathy <laughs> with, with people that like i don't understand
1: what <laughs>
4: well, you're so, saying so what you're okay so what you like saying watching
1: is, jaws being like i can't i don't know why the shark is doing
0: this like <laughs> well, <laughs> no i get why me. the shark is doing this because shark is shark like but Michael is
4: Michael. Michael
1: Michael, this is what he does. It's the but exact. sharks same exist?
0: Thing. You're taking my, you're taking a child's a child actor and you're saying, "Okay, just trust okay, me." No. are shark, a shark. Exists, but they do not exist like the shark in Jaws, dude. Like no, Jaws, got, is fine, like she's the You got to sell
2: t-shirts that say shark is shark. That just <laughs> please yeah. make some merch that say shark is shark. Shark
0: that's, is shark. Michael is Michael. No. I, wait, wait. what i'm saying is like i have a lot of empathy when it's like two teams in a sport playing each other when it's like oh now lebron is playing against earthquakes i'm like well i don't care that much that's not a fun game is he gonna beat the earthquake no it's not, the earthquake is gonna earthquake well, Who cares? Always... they do beat mike i mean they do beat michael like michael does yeah. not win he does yeah. all the people yeah. he wants
3: to kill if it was a movie about LeBron versus an earthquake, LeBron would win, because that's how stories work, Alex. Like, that is exactly what would Wait, happen.
0: What, what you're literally I, saying is, the LeBron less a character has a character... A <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. You're saying the less, char- the less things about a character that I can understand and relate to the more I like it. And I'm saying, for my empathy to kick in, I need you as a storyteller to give me human characteristics I, yeah, and I, interesting situations.
3: I agree with that for, like, m- a lot of genres of movies. I don't, like, want to watch a buddy road trip comedy where there's a force of nature. I mean, that might actually be okay. but Yeah, that sounds I think, like, <laughs> I, I
0: think Ron that, like, and a hurricane go on but, a road trip.
3: What? But I think that in these types of stories there is something to a primordial force that is unknowable and ununderstandable and is cannot you know let, you don't have those things. for you. I'm saying like, yeah, you can have characters that have those things that you want, but I'm saying I can some, I'm someone, and I think a lot of other people feel this way. I'm not saying every movie character needs to be like Michael Myers. I'm saying in this movie, why Michael Myers works for me is because of that sort of like primordial, it feels like an old type of story that you hear about, like, you tell around a campfire. It's a type yeah. of story that is just it's like a monster, it's a monster story. Yeah, like, it's that's a monster like that. Is just what classic these types of stories are, and the reason why people respond to them and we retell them over and over and over again. It's because people just can project whatever you want onto that force. It'd be
1: like if, if you were sitting at a campfire and someone told you a ghost story and your first question was like, well, I just don't know if I really buy this ghost though. <laughs> like, I
0: mean, like you're, you're acting like saying that, a, that in a movie... A character doesn't have enough character to empathize with is a crazy statement, and that's like a normal thing that people say all the time watching movies. Well, yeah, so but, but, but you're applying it to a genre that doesn't really make
1: sense because we're talking about monster. No, I, am are of,
0: and I love I love monsters in movies because I think that makes sense. What, what if you give me a person and then that person is magic in the last ten minutes? That takes some of the fun away. So, so I you enjoyed him, Michael,
2: to be either more monster or more human.
0: Yes,
1: I like oh, that. So it's a baby like, bear's bowl of porridge kind of situation.
0: I feel like, like yes.
2: Yeah, or so like, like he should have been hurt more. Like you wanted yeah, a little more fight I, Exactly. Him.
0: I, I bought him until the second time, third time she stabbed him and he got up again. And then I was like, oh, well, this is just like silly now. Now we're just doing this went from a very interesting, realistic movie to a cartoon in that moment. And that's what took me out of it. So I like the movie until that moment. You and then believed that he
2: just held that guy up and with one stab stuck him to the wall, and he and he didn't even cough, he didn't even scream. Yeah. And the girl on the he choked out on the phone like she yeah, I'm didn't. Very,
0: like, I'm very willing to make uh, apologies for a movie. It's right. just there's a point where I get too tired of yeah. apologizing for it, okay. and that's the third time he gets stabbed and doesn't care.
1: Yeah, I mean I think this movie is full of stuff like
0: that, yeah. but it's just kind of like.
2: But it's fun. Yeah, sure. exactly. It's fun. Yeah, the, it's
0: fun. Besides that. I, I do think that like it makes it less interesting to watch more of them.
1: Um, I think I, yeah, everything we've been saying, I think, is all really good points for why they should have never made any sequels to this movie ever. Yeah. Like yeah. Even yeah, with with Jason and Freddie, it was obvious that even from the first entries in those series, that they're kind of building like a little world. There's like a, a lore to it from the beginning. Yeah. But like Michael, they pretty much like, I don't know, there's a the first scene and then they're like, all right, let's get to it. Here's the plot, dog. Like, let's if do he it,
0: just right? if Michael stayed down when he f- got shot a bunch of times and landed, then I would be like, this feels like that felt like a, a like a well-rounded movie. But it's more than anything else I've seen in a while. It felt like he stood up and walked into a sequel. Yes. It yeah, felt yeah. like that so, was the only thing. I'm pretty sure the second one does go. yeah it does start like almost immediately. As yeah. Yeah. I
3: like Karate Kid it starts immediately after yeah. then. That's, That's what, what it felt like. Part of, like. I think people demanded that from the audience because it wasn't supposed to be right. The idea is You can't kill the boogeyman. The boogeyman is eternal. He will always be there. He is going to strike again. He is going to hurt other people. That's what the boogeyman does. That is his point as a cultural figure, that every culture has it, every group has it, every in-group, every society, right? Everyone has that. You cannot kill it. That's why he vanishes at the end, and it's the type of thing that because so many people are like, well, we got to see what happens next, and they were like, yeah. we don't want to do that. We want to tell a ghost story called Halloween Two next, and they were like, no, go fuck yourself. Show us what happened to Michael Myers.
1: I and- love a good Holly or uh, a good horror movie um, cliffhanger with no sequel. Actually, I yeah. actually <laughs> do really no, I
3: like that. I, I think that's yeah. it,
1: it gives me good feels yeah
3: especially like <laughs> I, I think the ending to this movie is brilliant. I love the idea that he's just gone, right? Like you're safe for tonight. You got through this a bunch of other people didn't. Right. But he's still out there. You cannot kill an idea, right? You can't you can't destroy a archetype. And that's what Michael Myers is. I'm not saying I want like all movies to have that, but I think that like what this movie is trying to do is a scary Halloween story. It is, like, the perfect ending. And that's, like, a huge part of what bums me out, the fact that there's 13 sequels, and especially, like, the Rob Zombie movies. I think, like, what I would be interested if you saw those because that's exactly what you're asking for. That's what he did. He's like, I'm going to remake Halloween, but I'm going to explain that Michael's daddy was mean, and thus he needs the kill, right? It's, like, Uh over-explaining and adding all this baggage to my, I Michael feel like Ryan. I
0: was asking for so much less than that. I was fine with it until he was magic.
3: No, but like that's the thing. He's well, not they're trying to, to give
1: you, it, so they're doing going the opposite direction of maybe what you want. But it is trying. It's like they're going to keep him being magic, which maybe you would just rather him not be magic. That's fine. But they're
0: they want to explain why he's magic is the the goal of these other. If movies. There, yeah, that's, I like I also like movies with magic. What I don't like is a movie that in minute. 84 of 90 is like oh by the way magic that's a little hard for me to take
4: i think it's
1: impossible for me to get to relate because i've just known the rules of michael myers since i was like a kid probably even before i definitely before i watched this one like i i I definitely understood that he was just like a big monster and he just shows up and kills people like and that there's not really a logic to it or yeah or whatever logic is there is kind of dumb so
4: yeah
0: I, 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 we gotta, we gotta wrap up on this this is uh, yeah, yeah, already yeah. a little path where I want to go um, and we do have one more quick thing to do so um, before we last thing Amber yes since you were have chosen to be on my side not in this argument but as the learner as the dumb-dumb on the yeah. show are are there any last things that we haven't gotten to in this pretty wide-ranging long conversation that you want to either ask or add about your experience with Halloween
2: Um. I guess I would like to ask uh our experts to steer me as someone interested in horror um some suggestions Weird. for further uh learning uh, yeah. more you know like I enjoyed this it was like you said a bit hard because I did so much of the pop culture but I I think starting with classic horror then I can work my way up to uh watching films before I read the scripts yeah. in the theater um. Oh, oh to answer your question, I'll let you think of that for a second. You had asked me earlier Alex about the reading yeah. and I was thinking about it as we were discussing this, it is so much easier to not logic myself out of things but because if I'm reading it I don't have so much time to be like, well, that was dumb. I can't believe there's nobody trick or treating because maybe I place trick or treaters in the rest, you know, even if yeah. it's not written in the script, I maybe right. place them. You
0: assume they must be there. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so so, I, so that's, your imagination has a much higher budget than John Carpenter. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Much scarier. But um, it's it, so it's that's it, scarier that way, but it's also I can turn it off immediately um, when I'm reading. So it's not quite as scary. So uh, that's, I think, why I like to well, read them. Like I just, I just read Us because I really wanted to see it, but I, I think too scary. And now, now, I know I can see it.
3: Yeah, I, I love us. I would yeah, definitely suggest really good. checking that out. But if you're looking for classics, I know you said you were reading it, but I would argue <laughs> maybe hold off on the left okay. house on the left. Great. Uh I I I've I have not seen the original in a long time, but it is a very, very raw movie. It's not very gory, but if right. you know the basic premise is incredibly evil criminals do incredibly evil things to innocent people. Uh, And it's, it's a raw as fuck movie.
2: The uh, Criterion mm. Channel is pairing it right now, like they're doing these like double features, and it's paired with Virgin, The Virgin Spring, uh, which apparently yeah. it's based on. So I was like, oh, these ooh, classics. I should. I'm scared. That I, <laughs> I, know, I want. I want to watch them.
3: Yeah, it's it's not like incredibly gory. It just has okay. a lot of very uncomfortable sort of uh, things that are not very fun to watch. Like you know, it's not like a a movie like this where it's kind of like thrilling to watch people get killed. Because it's like that kind of slasher thing. Yeah. Um, but okay. yeah, last house in the last, it's just you know people being humiliated and tortured. It's okay. An incredibly raw film. Um, okay. But you know maybe more of an advanced level horror no, I'm film not, thing.
0: I'm not in this um, at all.
3: But I I think sticking with John Carpenter is always okay. going to be good. A lot of his movies around this tone. Like I said, The Thing is great. Um, looking at sort of more
2: classic horror, the, films. the thing you
0: sold me on for some reason, just like the monster in that looks like this design is so interesting. I've seen and
2: the monster. My husband, uh, you know, has done some animation and is like stop motion, does stuff in our house with stop motion. So, like, I've oh, seen cool. the monster
0: because he'd be like,
2: "Come and look at this. This is so amazing." So, and by
0: by your husband, you mean Mister Choo Choo?
2: Mister Choo Choo. I've seen Mister Choo Choo's monster. Wait, no, that's no. not.
0: Mr. Choo Choo showed you this monster from The Thing. Yes,
2: exactly. That one you
0: got like that so not persuaded about Last House on the Left but definitely The Thing seemed interesting to me. From The Thing fucking rules. I can't suggest it enough
2: uh (gasps) alex let's have a a a social distance we'll watch the thing and you guys also watch the thing we'll start it at the same time and and it'll be like we went to a movie
1: together i I could watch that movie any day that is like one of my favorite movies
0: you're invited as well okay we'll have a we'll have a non-podcast hangout i guess (laughs) i love oh i love the idea of that yeah yeah it's a a neat idea and we we will try to eat cheese if possible
4: oh (laughs) yes
0: um, all right. Awesome. Well, let's do one more quick thing and I'm um, do a musical sting. One quick thing and then we'll get out of here. Before we go, uh, I just want to, we have a, we have a thank you segment for our newest meat buddy this week. Henry from York. This is That's old like York a, y'all, not New York. This is the old York.
3: Well, um, York is like a real title. I love it. I know. It's, I
0: know. Hang on to that because you're going to need that thought. Book. Um. Uh. And Henry dude, became a meat buddy this week, supported the show, and said this. I'm so glad you've started a Patreon. It's a genuine pleasure to support a podcast I've been enjoying for so many years. Oh. Um, I would love for my thank you se- thank you segment some random compliments. Given all the craziness in the world right now, just some people being randomly nice to me would be much appreciated. Um, and if I could give stars on Patreon, I would. And no... That four stars are plenty. Thank you so much, Henry. Uh four stars is always plenty for the show. You can also review us on Apple Podcasts anywhere else. We're fine with four. Um, but for your thank you segment, we're gonna give you some random compliments. Aww. So Anthony, if you would just pick up you had a thought, run with that now. Go back to that. I tried to cut you off so you could save it for this part of the segment. But Henry from York.
3: Uh I just think that's a dope title. I think yeah. you should definitely run with that. Uh get get business codes, have people refer to you as Henry from York. If you're ever going to yeah. call someone or, like, send an email, have someone else send an email or a phone call first saying you're about to receive a call from Henry from York. God, uh, I hear I, I hear trumpet. Down. Every
0: so, time you say it, I yeah, hear, like, a little I, trumpet going on. Henry from uh, York for sure has killed a dragon.
3: Yeah, I don't know anything really about York, but I'm sure, uh, you know, it's a lovely place and, I mean, I think that you know, especially with everything going on in the world right now, I just googled York and I'm looking at some uh-huh. photos. And as I'm stuck in quarantine, <laughs> I go outside and I see like an Obies and a house that's been there since the 50s, right? Yeah. Idea that you can go outside and see this, this incredible, Godfrey beautiful cathedral. And, and remember that it's all for you because you're Henry from York.
0: Yeah, this is yours. it's
3: just, uh, it's just you love. might.
0: Based on this Googling, you might live on Diagon Alley.
3: Yeah, I this is
0: I uh, straight up Harry you. Potter shit.
3: I give magic. Henry from York, you have a family crest, and oh I do yeah. one of those. That's fucking <laughs> rad the uh, head of
0: the dragony slate is on that family yeah. crest.
1: Dude, so so the most common nickname for henry is hank and hank uh-huh. is my favorite character in king of the hill so that's yeah, pretty cool yeah, that's pretty henry cool. also, also hank
0: york is not a terrible name Hank
1: york is pretty cool he could go by that too um henry starts with the letter h which is my favorite letter in the alphabet so Tell and i'm sure about
0: that how did you end up with that
1: well, so I don't know if you know this, but my name is Hunter, and that actually yes. starts with an H as well. And so it I is, feel yeah. like me and Henry are kind of H brothers, and You're I brothers. feel a kind of kinship with him that is indescribable. I only ever feel this. I rarely feel this. It's pretty much only with people whose names start with H's, which, you know, it's so rare these mm. days to have an H name, you know. Do you, if,
4: Just you if, and
3: Henry Cavill.
0: That's it. That's it. It's just three I think actually there are a lot of, I think Henry is, Henry and is like all babies are named Jack or Henry now. I think that's uh, that's, making a big comeback. I don't think that's true. I think Henry's are, I'm actually look, it's funny that you say this because I'm literally looking
1: at a graph of it and Uh it's It's actually going down. I'm literally looking (gasps) at the, you over in the 1800s. It was huge. I mean, it was big, 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 big in the 1800s. And since the fifties, you can, it's a curve down. You can see it. Yeah, also, but I'm energy. telling
0: you, I know at least three babies named Henry. So it is, you. You, your graph is slow. Yeah, and but actually, I put it Henry out. Henry is the I 11th most out. popular name of 20, 2020. So right, whatever bet, graph you're looking at. just compared to the way it used to be with Henry. Right. This also, is a Henry-focused
2: also graph. Also, Halloween
1: That's true. Wow. That's true. That's true yes yeah. halloween um, henry that's another if you, halloween
0: at girls names hazel is number eight so a lot of h's in the top tens yeah although yeah. alto aria is in the top 10 and i feel like it's annoying when you know where the baby <liers> da, da, name came da, da, from da, da <laughs> that's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's that show right yeah yeah uh it's the show um also, Jack is not on here. Apparently, Jack is just in my circle. I thought everybody, every baby is named yeah, Jack. I, now.
3: I wouldn't trust uh, the babies you hang out with as any kind of <laughs> thermometer for the... They're all my
0: my wife's friends. None of my friends have baby situations yet. Um,
3: baby situations.
0: <laughs> yeah, you need a two bedroom apartment.
3: You guys ever think about? all the kids who are named Khaleesi who have to grow up oh, with that no. last season oh. in Game of Thrones. If you
0: have super blonde hair, that's okay, right?
2: Mm. And you're not nice. Yeah, and you yeah. just snap
3: and murder a bunch of
2: people.
0: Uh, I didn't see the last season, so I just know that you're fireproof.
3: She does not end up as... She's not the good guy? No, she's the you bad guy. wait
0: man. like 12 seasons to find that out? Oh, that sucks. Well, um, you know, I don't does. think
1: there's any Henrys in Game of Thrones, so there's yeah. another one for you, bud. Also, I was wrong about
0: Jack, but Jackson is number twelve. So, um,
2: what's number one?
0: Uh, number one boys is Oliver, mm, and girls sure. is Charlotte.
3: Well, look, oh. my number one boy is Henry <laughs> from
0: York, so I feel like yeah. we can
3: get back. To the <laughs> Henry time. also get back to my
0: boy Henry. Yeah, Henry from York is available on Twitter at Henry from York. So, nobody else listening, take it. Okay, only Henry from York gets this. Dude, this and is Henry, important. you got to move on this fast, bud. Uh, yeah. Alex is really. <laughs> I'm blowing this open. I know. It's kind of a mistake. But uh, I'm H- telling Alex, everyone on purpose, don't do it.
3: Alex, you should register it right now and then give it Oh, and then it give to it everyone. to him. Yeah. Like, oh. You That's should. I,
0: I think I would need a new oh, phone God. number to do that though. Let me see. I'll look into it. I um. I think I could probably make that work. He he deserves it. Um, I just want
2: to quick s- tell Henry that I yeah. what one the thing that I appreciate most about Henry from York is how he's able to see uh, the beauty uh, in the world, even though there's a lot going on and times are crazy. Yeah, he yeah, uh, yeah, he can yeah. he can really find the bright light and and see beautiful things, and that is a gift that he should hang on to. Yeah, yeah
0: you're yeah. you're gonna need it. Um, it's going to keep being weird. I don't think the world gets better. That's my He's a prediction. Damn good cook, too. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, prob- that's likely. He, that yeah, likely. he makes me food all the time, I think. Um, Solid, stout. Huh.
3: Solid driver? Very yeah. good. I mean, talking about Check he this. makes Michael Myers look like an asshole when he drives. He has
2: parallel <laughs> parking skills? Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God.
3: Don't even. I have seen him with like things like, there's not enough clearance. And he fits yeah. it in just. He just like, does, does it. Like, oh,
4: it's
1: nuts. It's, he's it. like a doctor. I call him Dr. Drive Guy.
3: Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dr. Drive Guy? You call him that. I'm yeah. really smart and good.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> he parks my car as he comes over and parks them for me. Uh, he, I don't know if he makes do you dinner. me dinner. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Before he makes me dinner,
2: <laughs> Oh, he's such a good friend. A, he's I'm such a such, good friend.
1: It's crazy because I miss hanging out it, with you, Henry.
2: It's literally <laughs>
0: so
1: expensive for him to come park my cars. It's so
0: crazy. Yeah, flying to Arkansas from York yeah. for that purpose seems like a lot. Yeah, man. that's what the kind of friend nice yeah. yeah, we should we should all visit York. We should have a hangout where we all go to York together. Just not not even part of the podcast. Also, um, Henry, Henry. by the way, Henry, it's almost five. I'm like getting kind of hungry, bud. Um, <laughs> 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 all right well we have to go that is uh that th- thank you henry that's your those are your ra- random compliments to help you get you through this dark time thank you so much for supporting the show and for all of our meat buddies your continued questionable taste and generosity are, uh, are 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 as always humbling to me and allow me to pay our guests for their time and for being here and we really appreciate it so if anybody else wants to keep Help keep us limping down the tracks. So you can go to metreon.com, or you can just look us up on so Patreon.
3: I, I would love to find out who of all of our Patreons lives in the most regal-sounding place. Because we got... everything. Yeah.
0: regal-sounding.
3: So we have, like, you know, we have a high bar. If you have a place and a name that sounds fancier, let us know. I wanna I want to hear it. Hmm. You got to Henry from York.
0: If you can beat Henry from York in terms of nobility, sound, not appearance, not the, like the place does not have to actually look noble. You just want a, a sound of nobility.
3: I just, I just want because like, the second you said Henry from York, like I sat up straight. I want to feel that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you have a if you have a, a name and just let me hear it. I want to. I felt alive for the first time since quarantine. Felt again.
4: alive. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So I need that again. I'm, please,
0: please send those along, uh, I'm mailbag. I'm chasing this or, dragon
3: until it a, takes me off a cliff. Let's just like
0: it. Henry from York, you chased a dragon. Um, yeah, you can send us to the send those to us at podcast at read-weep.com. Thank you so much for listening, uh, for sticking with us. I know it's been a long one today. I did not expect that to happen, but we really appreciate you all hanging out. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Next week, we're going to have a fun, a fun one. Next week, we're talking about Super Troopers going to yeah. take a little visit into oh, into the past uh, with okay. Super Troopers for fun and secret reasons that I will talk about on the show. Um, you can, as always, get in touch with the podcast at read You can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, and you can become a buddy at metreon.com. Thank you so much for being here. Anthony, it's always great to talk to you.
3: This was great.
0: Hunter, good luck with your dinner. I hope Henry does a nice job tonight. Yeah, come on over, Henry. I hope it's not something too British. Yeah, no, um, he, he, he knows my tastes okay good Uh, and (laughs) thank you so much for hanging out Amber it's been so nice
2: oh thank you and if I may quickly just uh, plug I released an album (laughs) right in the beginning of quarantine which is a great time to do that no 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 I I always forget to bring it up and Mr. Choo Choo says hey do that Uh, but uh, (laughs) thank you for having me and letting me uh, talk about the scary movie and the tips for the next scary movie and my album is called uh, Sparkly Parts and it's available on all the things
0: guys get sparkly parts I'll put a link in the show notes but you can also also get at amberpreston.com for all the links it's on itunes and amazon and uh and and places i uh just adore your stand-up and you're so everybody everybody will enjoy it if you enjoy occasionally having the midwest accent come out but then go back in (laughs) you're going to love this
2: yeah yeah sure will you
0: you deploy it uh surgically and i find it so fun not mm, like a way. killer
2: like like yeah. Michael Myers. Like, <laughs> you
0: you could pin me to the wall with it. That's how strong oh, it sure is. Oh, sure
2: I could. Yeah, I sure could. <laughs> All
0: right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Take care. Goodbye. Pssh.
2: Bye.